Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning, KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. The Utah Drought. Special coverage on KSL News Radio. A program meant to boost water levels at Lake Powell is coming to an end. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, the Utah Drought. Adam? Amanda, officials are cutting off water releases from Flaming Gorge to Lake Powell a month early. The decision comes as the upper Colorado River Basin, which includes Utah, seeing snowpack levels ranging from 120 to 140 percent as of last week, with the releases considered like a loan to Lake Powell. Chuck Collum, executive director of the Upper Colorado River Commission, tells CNN the promising snowpack levels are a chance to pay that loan back. Lake Powell recently hit its lowest level ever recorded since it was filled in the 1960s at just 22% capacity. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill sitting on Governor Cox's desk aims to get rid of the use it or lose it mentality at the heart of Utah's agricultural water rights. KSL News Radio's Hugo Rickard Bell continues our team coverage the Utah drought. This bill provides assurances for what a farmer like Ron Gibson can or cannot do with a water right. It incentivizes us to conserve as opposed to before this bill was passed. We were incentivized not to conserve. If a farmer doesn't use all of their water allocation, they can use the remainder elsewhere on their farm or leave it in the system for public benefit. Ron says this allows farmers to diversify their farm with less risk. Sometimes For example, we do a lot of drip irrigation, and with that, we use about 40% less water. That frees it up to to grow crops that might use just a little bit more water. Hugo Cudbell, KSL News Radio. The The drought may still be a concern, but for now, Salt Lake County is closely monitoring spring runoff. Cade Monker is the director of the county's flooding control and engineering department. If the spring starts to heat up and starts to stay warm and we start to you know, melt the snow off gradually and in a steady pace, we could be probably in an okay shape. I mean, and again, it all depends on the weather patterns and the temperatures as we head into to May. He says if it stays cold through March and April but really heats up in May, we could see some troubling runoff. We start the morning with some breaking news. We're keeping an eye on a house fire in Tooele near 2nd South, 2nd West. A KSL-TV photographer is on the scene and is sending back footage of active flames in that area. Still no word, though, on the extent of the damage or any injuries. We will monitor this fire and bring you updates as soon as we get them here on KSL News Radio. Lawyers for the Idaho woman accused of killing her two children have asked a judge to dismiss the death penalty. Lori Vallow Daybell's attorneys filed the motion less than a month before the trial is set to begin. The lawyers say there have been multiple discovery violations by the government and that the state doesn't have chemicals to kill people on death row. A motion hearing is set for March 15th. KSL's top national stories this hour. A trip across the southern border ended in tragedy after four Americans were kidnapped by Mexican drug lords last week. Mexican authorities believe that Shahid Woodward, uh, Woodard, rather, Zendel Brown, Tay McGee, and Eric Williams were mistaken as gang rivals when they surrounded their van in Matamoros on Friday. Only McGee and Williams survived. Williams' wife says he needed surgery for three gunshot wounds in his legs. It was just 
tears of joy, I guess, that, that he's, he's alive. McGee is a mother of five. Her mother says the FBI called her with the news. I said, thank you, Jesus, but there is a God. According to her family, McGee traveled with the others to Mexico for cosmetic surgery. During the three days they were held, they were transferred to various places to avoid authorities. A source says investigators believe the gunman may have mistaken the Americans for rival human traffickers. ABC's Andrew Dembert reporting. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and Senator Elizabeth Warren went toe-to-toe Tuesday over how to handle the nation's economic challenges. The central bank is planning yet another increase. Powell said the central bank is now prepared to raise interest rates higher and more frequently than expected, even if that means job losses. And is likely to be bumpy. Senator Warren also argued the Fed's moves could trigger a recession. How many times did the economy fail to fall into a recession after doing that out of 12 times. I think the number is zero. That's exactly right. Chairman Powell noted even if the unemployment rate were to f- rise a full point, it would still be among the lowest unemployment rates in 75 years. ABC's Liz Nagy reporting. In sports, the Jazz are taking a hit to their Western Conference standings. They now sit at 13th after last night's loss to the Dallas Mavericks. It's the first time this season the Jazz have fallen that far in the standings. The uh, team was missing star players Colin Sexton, Walker Kessler, and Jordan Clarkson. Next up, the Jazz and Orlando Magic will face off in Florida tomorrow night. First look traffic, and here is Andy Farnsworth. How you doing, Andy? Good, Amanda. And it looks like a nice start to the drive. No crashes to report right now. We've got a little bit of heavy traffic going on I-80 through Parley's Canyon, but road conditions uh, good once again today, which means we could have another light early morning commute like we did yesterday. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Self-sufficiency may be an unexpected outcome of rising food costs, but those costs are prompting some Utah residents to build community gardens. Spencer Mears is heading up a garden project in Midvale. I see people around me who are struggling and could really use the opportunity to learn how to better help themselves. Even though a lot of people are supporting his plan, Mears says gaining momentum is his biggest challenge. A majority of Oklahomans decided to keep recreational marijuana illegal in their state. More than 60 percent of voters believed recreational use was not a good idea. Michelle Tilley is the director of the Say Yes to 820 campaign. She believes legalization will happen in the future. Change is coming. We know that 80 percent of people under the age of 40 believe legalization needs to happen. It's just a matter of when. Oklahoma does permit medical marijuana dispensaries in the state. Investors keeping a close eye on the markets this morning after a major tumble yesterday. ABC's Daria Albinger has more on what caused stocks to tank. If we know one thing about the markets, it's that they hate uncertainty. And lately, there's plenty of it to go around, especially when it comes to inflation. Fed Chair Jerome Powell's warning to a Senate committee that it may have to dial up interest rate increases to bring inflation under control sent stocks tumbling. The Dow gave up nearly 600 points. Analysts expect the Fed will boost by a half a percentage point at the end of the next Fed meeting later this month. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind 
only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.